Welcome to Immersive Talks. This is Palmer Foote from Bigfoot Music and Sound hosting episodes with Jump Into the Light around the connection between immersive technologies and the human condition. I want to give a few shout outs. Firstly, to Jump Into the Light, a virtual reality arcade and studio where anyone can experience immersive gaming, art, and the latest technology. You can find out more at jumpintothelight.nyc. Co-founder Mihao and production manager Royal from Jump work to produce this podcast and find incredible guests to be interviewed. I'm a commercial and freelance music producer, as well as a resident artist here at Jump. After several episodes of hosting this podcast, I realized the world of immersive media is becoming more inclusive than ever. Masters of arts, sciences, community, and passion make their way into Jump Studio to have conversations with me about immersive media projects and how they apply to the human experience. This episode, I got a chance to speak with three members of the Flex Dance Program, Rags, Jeezy, and Fizzo. We talk about Jeezy and Fizzo's background and dive deeper into the origins of Flex Dancing. The Flex Dance Program provides meaningful events for all ages in New York, so please check them out and donate to the cause. The website is flexprogram.com and hit the donate button. Hope to see you at the next event. What's up, everybody? What's hey, man, what's, what's, what's going, going on? on? What's going on? Hey, I'm here uh, with Rags, Jeezy, and Fizzo from the Flex Program. Yep. And um, we are here chilling at Jump Into the Light on a Wednesday. Um, last night, there was a fundraiser for the Flex Dance Program. I'm really excited to have you guys here. We've had Rags on. You know, Can you give us a bit of your background and how you got into dance? Ah. <sighs> First of all, I'd like to say, uh, happy Wednesday. You know? Happy Wednesday. What's going on, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How I got into dance? Well, it's, it's kind of funny for me because um, I was I was rolling with a few guys that, we, you know, they was always into, like, they was always doing something else, basically, you know, what you're not supposed to do or whatever. But um, I had one of my very close friends. Like, I used to go to his house and, like, he would just start dancing out of nowhere. Like, and I used to be like, what the hell is going on? You know what I'm saying? But like, I was so fascinated then. So that was probably around when I was, damn, I was young. Shit. I'm about to be, <laughs> you know, my birthday on Friday. I'm about to be mm. 33. Like, Ooh. A few years ago, you know what I'm saying? But, Happy almost birthday. Ah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. But um, long story short, I gravitated to it. I loved it. And from then, it was a, it was a done deal. How about you, Fizzo? Well, um, as like my good friend Jeezy, I used to be in a negative surrounding of people. And um, I always loved reggae music, that was the, um, the dance I originated from. And I used to do like, like just like dance hall dances. And one day, um, one of my friends came across a, a tape called Night Rider Videos. And it had an artist named Bruck up on it. This real tall, skinny guy with um gold hair. Mm-hmm. And he was doing this dance. It was like, the dance was, it was so fascinating. Like, I never seen this before. And again, because it was reggae music, I gravitated to it more. Mm-hmm. And the rest is history. Where are you from? Well, um, my family is from Guyana, but I was actually born here. Guyana has influences from all over, seven yeah. different seven different countries, right? Yeah, soca and reggae and patois and things like that. So it's still also blended in. Yeah. Do you does your family still do the quakeways? Nah, they uh, they they used to do heavy. They used to do a lot, but now it's, they can kind of settle down now. Mm-hmm. It's not as much as they used to. Yeah. 
Cool. So what? I, I had a long time too. <laughs> you shocked me with that one. The quake way. Yeah, you shocked me with that one. Well, the quake way dancing is is fire. You know, you know, it's like the whole the whole ceremony where the female is kind of dancing on the man. And I, like I said, if you're not from there, you're a lot of people know about that, right? Unless you're from there or you know of it. Mm-hmm. So that's when you sit. I like wow. Yeah. <laughs> he did his homework. <laughs> Yeah, so, so what led you guys to Flex? What's the connection here? Maybe I'll, I'll ask you, Rags. What's, what's what the connection? Flex? Come connected with these guys through Flex. It, it was actually How did you- that movie that I saw, Flex is Kings, where I met Flea for the first time, Flizzo. So I was introduced to Flex through that documentary. In that movie, Flizzo is teaching a bunch of kids and they really break down the, the style of flexing and I was just blown away by the, the style immediately. I come from a dance background too, but nothing like that. Ballet, choreo, routines, dance in the studio and nowhere else, dance on the dance floor and nowhere else, that type of mm-hmm. tradition. Um, but Flea was there and um, we set up a meeting and we started really brainstorming how we could bring this program into the detention center where I was teaching this choreo uh, dance mixed with meditation and yoga. Cool. Before. Yeah. What, in your words, are the difference between other forms of dance and flex dance? <laughs> okay, like I said, I'm getting um, flexing has its own community. We're our own entity. It's like there's no wrong or right way to do it. <clears throat> That's what makes it so great. Um, for example. Um, break dancing and other dance forms, their right ways of doing their certain moves. And our and our style is whatever your body tells you to do. That means so unique that you can just go for your heart mm-hmm. and your soul and your body. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's no wrong way. So there's no six step in mm-hmm. a flex. No, routine. I could I could take a six step and make it into twelve. And I won't be ridiculed or say, oh, you're doing it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I'll be praised that I added something else into my genre. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's the, the way I'm uh, seeing it to is so innovative. Because that's what, when you get points, right? In, in battles when you bring yeah, something new. As, as in a, a, a b-boy, if they say you have to... Um, when they're teaching break, break dancing, and they say you guys spinning your head clockwise, for me a flex. If I if I spin kind of clockwise, I'm doing a great thing. I'm not doing it wrong. I just made a new a new move. Mm-hmm. Where in break dancing you might be ridiculed saying, "No, that's not how you do it. You do it this way." That's a great thing about flexing. What was your path toward teaching kids? Um, I gotta be honest with you. I didn't look at it as me being a mentor or teaching kids. I just love to dance and I just wanted to show other people my stuff that I like. That's all it was. And um, when people saw that, I don't know, I started looking in, this is what it looked like to them. But to me, you just, I was just teaching kids in my neighborhood mm-hmm. how to dance, giving them the passion that I love. That was it. So when I was confronted by being a teacher, I was like, I'm not a teacher. I'm just, I'm just in the neighborhood. Right. But it was more deeper than that. I was keeping them out of trouble. I was showing them the right way, not subconsciously not knowing it, just being me. Do you have a similar experience or, or is it different? So for for me, actually, uh, as I got into it, I started swaying away. And then I started swaying away. I started keeping to myself. So as when I say keep it to myself, it wasn't like I wasn't talking to nobody. It's just that I would just have my music 
and I'll just be outside dancing in front of the building for hours. I've been doing this for years. Mm. I'll stand outside, and I could dance for like six, seven hours, even more straight. The neighbors, uh, the whole community, you know, they walk through the block, they drive through the block, they see what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes, you know, they approach me and say, yo, can my kids learn, you know? But other than that, before them even coming, like, you know, people in the neighborhood, you know, they come and they, like, they have fun with me. So as yeah. I'm dancing, They'll come out and just start dancing. Before you know it, it's a chain reaction because one person started smiling and laughing. And now, okay, boom, now he wants to smile and laugh. So, you know, it turns into a big circle. Before you know it, everybody starts dancing. It's so gravitational. Trust me when I'm saying it. Like, and not to go, to go back to the um to the night writing tape, it's not a specific time and date to let it be known when this tape was circled around. But I lived in East New York. Mm -hmm. And at the time, we thought we was the only ones with the tape. <laughs> but we wasn't. It was guys from Flatbush with the tape, guys from Canarsie, guys from Crown Heights, uh -huh. guys from Flatbush. So we were thinking that we're the only ones with this, this new gift and new found light. It's other guys that's doing it. Mm. That's how the community came back. Because now, I'll give you an example. I'm, I'm about... I'm about 12 years old, 13 years old. I'm shopping with my grandmother on Sunday, curtain shopping. Mm -hmm. I'm at, I'm on Church Avenue in Flatbush. Mm -hmm. And I see a young man on the corner doing the dance that I do. I'm looking like, hold on. <laughs> He's not from East New York. Who is that guy? And wow, that, you could recognize it. Yes. The, the, Immediately. The, the form and the stance. It might be, it might be slightly different, but that's how that's what makes it unique. Every neighborhood had a different type of style of doing it. It was the same dance, but a different twist to it. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm looking at him like, who's this guy? And he looked at me like, what are you looking at? And then, and then me being so eager to dance, I started doing it too. Mm -hmm. Like, hold on, like, this is how you do it. And he's like, no, this is how you do it. And we started to battle it. In the middle of church happened. Oh, wow. <laughs> and our parents was like, what's wrong with these kids? Mm -hmm. it, was, it was bigger than what I thought it was. Right. I thought it was just me and my 15 or 20 friends that lived in East New York that knew about it. When nationality was all over. And plus Jamaica as well. So when you combine this type of dance, this flex dance with an environment like Jump Into the Light, which has uh, a space and cameras and a green screen and VR, all types of different media, do you find that the dance takes on a different meeting? Here, honestly, it, um, all right, same with that, like with the green with the green screen and things like that. Of course, it will be, it will be uh, a good thing, obviously, because we don't have that you don't have it back home when you're practicing, you know, stuff right. like that. But for you to showcase your, your your style and then, you know, you have a little visual that you can present later on. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, sometimes people enjoy the little the little pieces that they're able to get and receive, you know? Mm -hmm. Like that's a little piece right there. For someone else who might not have it, that would mean the world to them, you know? Yeah. Like for someone who's already so used to having things, I mean, it would be nothing. But for for us I mean, we love it. I mean, we we abuse it every chance every chance we get. Right. Every right. time we're here and the music is on, somebody's in the green screen, you know. Because I mean, we really do like it. I mean. And I feel also that the um, the green screen and the effects of um, jump out it helps 
the um, normal person that doesn't know, that doesn't understand what flex is when they see on a regular basis, they have a better understanding of it. Due to the dancer using the effects and the lights and the images and the shapes to enhance their dance, mm-hmm. it makes them it makes a regular person off the street understand what's going on on the green screen. There's a pattern coming up, and I made the pattern with my hand. So now you're actually seeing the pattern being drawn out as I'm dancing, instead of just thinking or trying to figure out what I'm doing. So at battle, sometimes when I see the the different. Um, presentations and storylines so many things go over my head sometimes but Mm -hmm. other people like see the the clear they catch it because it's it's practice it's like the more you see it and do it the more you're going to understand that vocabulary right right so with VR right that's a great idea that that could be like visualized in a way I watched Sticks and I know how Sticks dance we all do but when I see him dance in the light, and it's like he knew what was coming up, what pattern was going next, and he utilized it to his dance, it made it even more, even more doper. I'm like, wow. That's what he was doing. That confidence and glow. I mean, it give you a little, it give you a little boost. This for anybody with anything. I mean, you know, once you presented that little thing that that you that you know you, you can make something out of, it's a go. It had one sequence where he did like a little slide and it looked like it came out of his hands. Then he looked up and it looked like it came down and he, he went down. I'm like, nah. Mm-hmm. It's like he's actually, like he knew, he, like he made the pattern himself and then danced behind it. Allergies, I can't it was, it was so awesome. You know, going forward, what would you like to see happen with the intersection of VR and flex dance? What I really, what I really, really, really want to see, I want to see um actual first party video game we, we can be played an actual dance battle, not like how we have um two K nineteen in the in the party has guys dancing. I want an actual dance game where you could actually enter your own catalog and make your own moves mm. that adjust the player style. Mm. That I, I know it might take a lot of work, but that's mm-hmm. what I want to see. I want to be able to, even if it's not me, I'll just be able to say, I know this person. I know how he dance. I can type in his, his, his dance style, and it, it's mimicked to the T through VR. That'd be mm-hmm. dope. For me, I, I just like more space for the green screen, you know? Uh, more space, more people to be able to be fitted inside. Yeah. And maybe a little more visuals. A few more visuals, certain certain visuals that um, like 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 uh, visuals where you could uh, emulate things out the sky. I mean, out of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like you go like this, and something can will drop in your hand, or you know, stuff like that. Oh, oh you're all, sorry, I'm sorry. No, I already know. I already I'm, know. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing it's, it. It's jumping there. <laughs> if the video actually connect to your mind, and whatever you're thinking, it comes on the screen. That's dopey too. And when you're when you're developing your own style, do you take time to think about those kind of connections before you before you start dancing, or are you finding those connections and you're making those images in your mind while you're dancing? Well, for for certain people, 
they they choose either or. Because mm -hmm. uh, with us, we do mental lab, you know? We oh, cool. Just, I could be looking at you right now, and I'm doing a thousand moves in my head right now just to mm -hmm. figure out which one uh, suits best, you know? So... I'm one of those mental labbers. So, you know, like, I, I do know some people who can dance and make it up right there on the spot. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I, I love them. I love them to death. I'm just still learning myself. You know, we all still learn something new every day. So, you know, I try to take my time out and analyze both from, from both perspectives, from mm -hmm. how I sit there in, like, a mental lab and see how someone could do that. And then, you know, I just try to blend it up, twist it up into my own little flavor. Like, um, for me, all day long, my mind is working on how to make you know, dance moves. Everything around me is a dance move. Flexors, flexors are the best improv dancers. When I when I walked in, I looked right on the spot. At this boy over in the corner, I looked, how can I use it in a dance in a dance um video? I imagined the I imagined the ball was floating around me. No, I can't really do it, but I just imagined it mm -hmm. real quick. I just say your mind works sometimes when you're a dancer. Everything's an everything's item you can dance with. That's a well-known fact. Yeah. That's the best thing about about this flexor thing. Like, it it really pushes your mental. Yeah. If you really want to. And then it kind of affects your everyday life, too. When you're walking down the street, mm -hmm. you you feel the curve of the sidewalk. And you're like, oh, maybe I should be going this way. Maybe I should be going that way. <laughs> you know how bad it used to be for me? Sometimes I would dance and I wouldn't even know that I'm dancing. <laughs> and then people look at you in mid-conversation. And then they're like, yo... <laughs> What I just what I just said to you, I'd be like, huh? And he'd be like, yo, you too busy moving, boy. He'd be like, you know what? I got you, man. I'll talk to you again. I already know. I already know what you're doing. I'm like, I oh, know, man. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. I, mean, I, like, I have the dance moves to get out of danger <clears throat> in some tight situations. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not knowing that I'm doing it, like it's just like a it's, it's a habit. It's a habit. It's a, a great habit. <laughs> yeah, super. What's it like working with kids versus working with teenagers versus working with adults? Okay. Working with kids. All right, let's do it backwards. Yeah. Working with adults sometimes can be the hardest thing. You know, only because they're already they're already institutionalized. You know what I mean? They already know what they're supposed to do. I, I'm going to work. After work, I got to come home. I got to do this. I got to do that. I ain't got no time to dance. Boom. Cool. Teenagers, remember, um, they're just they're just starting to get outside. You know, they're just starting to see the outside world. So you know, they're just still trying to find that balance. So sometimes they'll be able to do it. You know, they be like, "Yo, man, I right, come on, we can flex." And then sometimes they be like, "Yo, man, I ain't gonna fry. I gotta go out." You know, oh, me, you know, the whole crew, we all going out. You know, can't knock that. Kids, super. They grab to it so fast. Yeah, it's like a, a sponge with water. I'm telling you, you be like, damn. <laughs> Cause, cause then, like you do remember, cause you know she she does bring this up a lot to me. Like when we when we catch kids dancing in the street, and then we look at them, we be like, "Yo, you remember when we used to dance like that?" Cause they really had no care. Like, right, there was nothing to worry about. They just danced freely. Mm -hmm. They wasn't worried about no bills. Wasn't worried about nobody looking at them. You know, like I'm like, damn, like we got to get that feeling back for everyone. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we have to get that feeling back for everyone. It will be a more uh, leveled situation for everybody. Once yeah. you show someone that you're passionate about what you do, even if they wish they're shy, they'll eventually do it too because they feel comfortable. So that that's my biggest um, 
my biggest um, key when I'm teaching people how to dance, I make sure I let them see me do it first. Instead of me saying, do this and do that, do this, do that. I show them me at my highest point of me doing what I love to do. Come on, they see that energy and that passion. Okay, if, since he's doing it, let me do it too. That's that's how we started off. That's how we get him. One more thing. I just I just I just remembered it just came to me. Nice. All right, like seeing us, all right, as the men that we are, of course when you look at us, the first thing you don't, you know, you don't think we dance. That that's one of the best things about it. So when we do approach people from adults to kids, mm-hmm. you know, they look at it, they're like, look at these guys. What they about to tell, show us. <laughs> then once the music come on, <laughs> I'm so serious. Once the music come on, or either we do it a cappella, then they like, oh wow. They was for real. They were for real. Yeah. Hence the the passionate part he was saying it. Because once they start saying it, they like, oh man, they definitely all right. I, show me one move. I am by day, I'm a dance teacher slash air conditioning technician. And at night, I'm a 350-pound bouncer at a club. So when people look at me, they say, no, you're not a dancer. I say, okay. Oh, wow. I got something to show you. <laughs> oh, that's up. Prime example, real quick. And I go off top again. Sunday night, I'm at work. It's about to, I'm about to put the lights on. It's about 4, 4.30. Club's about to be over. Jamaican club. And it's a song called... Um, the Nitro Mix from Bounty Killer out of the world of suspense. And the DJ was playing a regular song. I don't know what possessed him to play this song. Now, I'm, why, why, why I'm going to tell you this story because usually a lot of artists don't play the song. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they don't play it, but they don't play it. Hmm. And I don't know what possessed this man to play this song. And I was right there about to close the gate. And when I heard the song, when I heard the, he's on. I said, oh my God. I'm not lying to you. When I heard this song come on, I looked around and said, no, it's King Possible. I know he's not doing this. This is a sign. <laughs> she's ain't lying to you. She's like, I know, I know. It was me and Nick at work. I, I saw the video. It's on Facebook. They put it up. It went viral, bro. <laughs> when I heard the song play, I said, no, I can't just stand here and let it, let it, let it play. And then me pretend like I'm not a dancer all night. But I said, I said, I can't do it. My soul won't let me. And when the song played, I moved out. My, I moved everybody out. There was a couple guys that was that was dancing in the, in the circle. I moved everybody out the way. And that first initial look on everybody first like, is somebody fighting? Yeah. <laughs> what is the, what is the bouncer? Who's getting kicked out? <laughs> what is the bouncer of the nightclub doing? And I looked at the DJ. I said, "Bring it back." <laughs> Does this mean we'll, we'll do it again? He looked at me like, I said, "No, do it." And he did it. And I started to, I started to rock. And I started to get it. I started to get my, the, I started to feel the ground on my feet. And then my friend, he's next to me. He's a bouncer too. And he's in my ear. <laughs> get him flee. And I'm like, okay, I'm, then I'm feeling it. And then one or two people that know me in the club, they know that I dance. So now they're getting their phone to they they hustling. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody's like, okay, now, they was like, wow, hold on. Something's going on that we don't know about. And when, when that bass dropped, 
Mm. I just went off. Boom, 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 boom. And the whole cloud erupted. Amazing. I mean, I feel like everybody so come grab me. The DJ hit this. No more music, it's over. <laughs> no more music. Shut it down. He wow. Like, you like security, you can dance like that. <laughs> I said, that's it, it's not over. Play it again, my man wants some too. <laughs> then Nick came out, he, he hit it again. Now, and, and, and now with, with, um, with my friend Nick, he's, he's Puerto Rican. So now again, they're looking at this Puerto Rican bouncer mm-hmm. about to start dancing he's big old to song. reggae. So imagine how they started reacting when he started dancing. Oh, <laughs> the guy pulled the speaker out, took the mic, said, I'm leaving. I'm, I'm done. I'm leaving. Grabbed his stuff up and said, no, I don't want to talk to nobody. So That's the pleasure powerful. that I get out of this. Flexing is a cure. Yeah. Believe it or not, it's a cure. Amen. Yeah, it's a cure for a lot of things. I swear to, I swear to you. It's too much, it's too much inflexing for you not to accept it. I'm telling you. Once you're around, like, we gotta take you to a session or something like that one time. Yeah. I also, I also do like like sessions for those who, I mean, they like to dance or some people are scared to dance. But we're talking about reflexing here. Mm-hmm. So I I I kind of broken our style up into little games. I mean, so so we can play the little games first. Once you get, because you know everything is layers on top of layers. So once they get a little game, that's a little layer. Then after, once I see everybody's comfortable with the game itself, then we start doing the the real moves. Mm-hmm. And then once you put both of those together, mm. they're like, oh, I didn't even know I could do this. Cool. Magic. Mm-hmm. Ages six to fifty six. The last mm-hmm. the last person we taught, though the last eldest person we taught was. Matter of fact, I think it was um, at the new school. Those were the oldest ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, before that, it was an older woman. What, she and her granddaughter? If you would have seen them, Mm. you would have been like, oh, no. (laughs) No, if she could do it, come. Come show me some moves right now. And she loved it. After, she said she loved it. She said she never seen it before, and she would do it again. Cool. Mm. I'm telling you. Amazing. We got something for you, too, so. Thank you guys so much for coming in. Thank you. Definitely, man. We appreciate it. To the top. To the top. Brought to you by Bigfoot Music and Sound and Jump Into the Light. If you want to reach out to Bigfoot for commercial music interests and post-production needs, including podcasts, original music and sound, sound design, and much more, contact yo at b-i-g-f-o-o-t-e dot com. If you're interested in developing your VR and AR content, contact hello at jumpintothelight.nyc.